Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the CEO with Avraham Gatile. Today, I'd like to introduce the CEO and founder of Zeta Labs, a company that creates software which simplifies and automates the process of organizing, cleaning, and creating analytically ready structured data inside data lakes at a petabyte scale. As part of this discussion, we will share how the partnership of Microsoft, their use of Azure, and the Azure Marketplace have empowered them to scale and grow their business. It's my pleasure to welcome Elliot Polanco. Welcome, Elliot. Thanks, Yavraham. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure having you. So, Elliot, if there's one thing that digital transformation has resulted in, it's the deluge of data for every business in every industry. And your company, Zeta Lab, serves the financial services industry, which is highly regulated and extremely vulnerable to cyber attacks. What are the challenges that financial services companies struggle with regarding managing and securing their sensitive data? Sure. So, so I think the word deluge is exactly correct. I think I, I read a stat somewhere that banks have created in the last three years more data than in the last 50 years, right? So it's just this exponential explosion of growth due to these digital transformation initiatives. And probably the biggest challenge that they're facing is all the expectations of doing something with that data, right? So I think in some respects you have on the, on the business side, you have the, the board and the shareholders that are expecting you to use that data to find some kind of insight that gives you some knowledge asymmetry, right? You should know something about the market or about the customers that you can leverage to, to power some kind of competitive differentiation, whether it's in your products or in your sales and service. And on the flip side, you're seeing the regulators and legislators are expecting that, look, you have all this data, so you should be able to know your customer and you should be able to know what their source of funds are and you should know if they're doing terrorist financing or money laundering. And the reality is that most of this data that's been collected is sitting idle because the tools and the resources and the techniques that have been traditionally used just to collect all the data and manage and process it are just not up to the task at the scale at which it's coming in. Yeah. So Zeta Labs recently launched a new offering on the Microsoft Azure marketplace called ZetaSense. So tell us about it and how it addresses some of the challenges we just discussed. Sure. So, so I, I founded ZetaSense because I was on the other side not that long ago, right? So I used to be kind of in the banks accountable for how do I deal with all this data. And we realized very early on that some of the, the kind of quote unquote best practices for how we deal with data, you know, we used to have teams of data analysts who had read all these business logic and business rules. And if something looks like this, then, then the data must be right or must be wrong. And what we found very quickly is that when the data is coming from that variety of different sources and when it's coming in that quickly the rules tend to break down very quickly right and so what you wind up having is you wind up having to build rules on top of rules to manage all the different complexities and nuances and well if this is true only in this circumstance apply rule a otherwise apply rule b and it's just practically impossible to manage data at beyond the terabyte scale and so what we what we learned through kind of the school of hard maths and a little bit of practical experience was we need more adaptive learning systems that can basically, instead of applying rules, apply heuristics, which really means apply the rule sometimes and sometimes don't apply the rule. And the important thing is to not have programming logic, right? You don't want to have developers sitting there writing business rules and writing code. What we need to do is we need to build systems that are smart enough to be taught by people in the front office, the people who consume and use the data, have them teach the systems when that data is correct and when the data is not, and have these adaptive systems basically learn, adapt, figure out how to clean, classify, organize the data. 
So in essence, that's what the ZSN software does. It's basically software that runs on top of data lakes or data lake technology, big data technology. And you use it to give your front office the ability to teach machines how to find data. So let's say find my customers, find my employees, find my accounts, my contracts, find the data in the data lake, and then teach it how to clean and spot incorrect data. And the very classic example that we give is, um, and, and I don't know if you've experienced this yourself personally, but if you're in the West Coast and you walked into, let's say, your, 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 your bank and you open up a, a small business account, and you go to the East Coast and you open up a personal banking account, there's a very high likelihood that the two systems have no idea that you're the same person, right? And, and that's because the people who built these systems didn't define rules to capture every possible scenario. Right, but with our software, we can actually teach it to find heuristics that could say, look, you didn't tell me, but I've already spotted trends in the data that allow me to infer that the Abraham who was in the West Coast and the person in the East Coast, it's the same guy, connect the information together. Uh, so I guess I, I can't, uh, you know, skip town and hide out anymore. That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. You know, I'd love to hear uh, any case studies if you have about this, because this sounds like really, really uh, important technology. Sure. So what, what I'll share is um, I'll share the probably the two biggest use cases that we get all the time for technology. The first is relating to a lot of these rules and regulations around um, customer data privacy, right? So there is the expectation that you will protect and ensure all the information about me within all of your different virus systems, in which case the first question is, well, where is information about me across the hundreds of different business applications that contain little piece of information about every transaction that I've ever done in the bank? So the first is a bit of an inventory management problem, right? Find Elliot everywhere. And then the second thing is, I may, based on, let's say, certain requirements in the GDPR, I may have a right to forget. I may say, look, I want you to delete information about me or don't use information that you've collected about me or at least distribute or give me information that you have about me. Uh, and in that case, it's critically important to be able to, A, identify where your customer data is across all your systems and B, identify specifically where is Elliot and what do you know about Elliot and all these different systems and collect it, package it and, and collate it in one place so that a business analyst can go ahead and say, this is how I can address your right to be forgotten. So that's one common use case for how we use our software, which is you bring in data from many different sources into your data lake, and then you put our software as kind of a management layer on top of it, and you just teach it. This is how you find customers, and specifically how you find Elliot. And now it will piece together information about all customers, and now you've basically created what we call the golden, the golden record for each customer. So we tend to use that both for customer data privacy and the other big one is know your customer. Same, same concept, which is we, we need to be able to see every single transaction that a customer has done across every single product with every business line. And we need to be able to integrate all that information across the silos. It's too hard to do it with business rules, and our software is really good for that. Yeah, and, and that's also extremely important because the only way you can properly serve your customers is if you understand what their needs are. Absolutely, yeah. Awesome, and I, I love the way that puts the customer or the end user in the driver's seat about their data as well because that's always been a problem especially with data breaches happening you know by the minute and it's it, it is it is a wonderful uh thing to be able to say you know what um i want you to forget me and now i can rest easy knowing that if your company has a data breach it won't affect me yeah 
Now, unfortunately, there is a little bit of a nuance, which is um, when you say the right to be forgotten, there's also another regulation that says for purposes of terrorist financing or money laundering, you're not allowed to forget anything you've ever known about everyone, right? So there's always a little bit of balance. But what that does mean is that you can feel comfortable that most banks are applying these, these types of technologies correctly. They will be able to say, forget Abraham for sales purposes, for, for marketing, right? For, for those types. No of more things. junk mail. Exactly. No more junk mail. That's right. Wonderful. So Elliot, how would a company use your solution with Azure? Sure. So our software works and it was actually kind of built to, to work really nicely and kind of tightly coupled with Microsoft. So the idea behind this is many companies are already using Azure Data Lake just as a way to, to store their data. And they might be using other Microsoft technologies like SQL Server on the cloud to be able to query it. So if you have the data in the Data Lake and Azure Data Lake, that's fantastic. Just spin up an HD Insight cluster. You can put our software on it. And in essence, you can train our software to scan through the data in the data lake. And then we can teach it to both identify and tag things, right? So if you have a data dictionary, you can teach, instruct the data dictionary, or you can instruct it on how to clean data, right? Clean all my contract data, clean all my loans, clean all my customers, et cetera. And the goal is to be able to take your data in the data lake and move it from the original raw copy, but to actually publish inside your data lake a nice clean copy of cleaned customer data, account data, transaction data, et cetera, without physically moving the data anywhere, right? So data's in the lake and it stays in the lake the whole time through. Wow, that is really wonderful. So how can customers find out more about ZetaSense and procure it through the Azure Marketplace? So the first thing is we have a, a transactable offer on the Azure Marketplace. So it's, uh, I'll give you kind of our, our bit.ly. So our bit.ly link is it's uh, bit.ly slash the number two, the capital letter A, lowercase g, seven, lowercase m, and then capital LK. So that will, that will take you directly to our, to our transactable offer. And then you can find out more about our company at our uh, website, which is uh, www.zetalabs.com. And that's spelled Z, zebra, and then E-T-T-A labs.com. And then we're also on LinkedIn. So you can find us on linkedin.com slash company slash ZLS. Great. And I'll post all that to the show notes. So people can just click on that and get right over to you. Excellent. So Elliot, how has partnering with Microsoft helped Zeta Labs scale and grow your business? So I, think, so I think there's two ways, right? So first of all, just in terms of having Microsoft as a channel partner, it just really helps small companies like mine, right, who don't have kind of a big name to be able to go out and market and sell to tier one, tier two banks, right? So just in terms of just getting legal paperwork signed, right, it's sometimes easier to close a deal on Microsoft paper than, wait, who's this sort of vendor again? So, so that's absolutely helped and I think it's been tremendously kind of instrumental to us in helping us grow the business. But on the more strategic side, we're actually very excited about kind of Microsoft's long-term next-generation data strategy and how we play into it. Um, what used to happen before was originally we used to put data in the cloud and it was all about just cold storage and cheap storage, right? So, so there's this storage object technology and you used to put your data there. And then they said, oh, well, we want to do data warehouses. So it used to be a separate technology for data warehouses, right? And they said, oh, well, we've got big data and there used to be another technology for, for big data. So with, with Microsoft Synapse for Analytics, a lot of what they're doing is they're basically merging the best of all three worlds together. What that means is you can 
use the cloud for cheap storage, where if you want to, you can spin up big data compute workloads, or if you want to, you can spin up SQL compute workloads, but it's one single application. So you as an end user, you don't have to worry about having to physically move your data from one technology to the platform just to do whatever type of query that you're looking to do. And that's super powerful because what that means is you can put your data in the data lake, and now you can apply different workloads on it and analyze and use all of it, which you couldn't before because you had to keep moving around everywhere. So for us, that's hugely, that's hugely powerful, right? That goes right into our core strategy, which is analyze and use all your data because it is, it's just something really valuable in it. And so Microsoft is helping us kind of work with companies that are ready to take advantage of that new journey. And they want to take advantage of these kind of new next generation data architectures. How can people find out more about Microsoft partnership opportunities for partners with financial services solutions? So I happen to have the, uh, the financial services industry experience lead. Karen Bailey is a phenomenal resource. Um, and, and we've also worked with, diff with different Microsoft industry leads in various other different industry sectors as well. So there's a specific uh, um, email address. It's FSI and then industry experience, I-N-B-E-X-P at Microsoft.com. And that's just a great way to get a hold of the industry, the financial services industry experience team. And they've been super responsive and super helpful. So I think um, we've seen our business kind of skyrocket in terms of our, our capabilities on our trader level, just, just the interaction alone. That is wonderful. And Elliot, how do people connect with you? So the best place to find me will be on um, our LinkedIn. So if you go into our LinkedIn, it's linkedin.com slash company slash Zetalabs. Um, that's the best place to reach me. I'm on our LinkedIn page all the time. And we'd love to hear from you if you have any interest in terms of just how do you manage petabytes and petabytes of data. Yeah, that's a, that's a new term. I thought zettabytes was a big term. Now we're at petabytes. Which one's bigger, by the way? So, so it's actually, uh, you go gigabyte, and you go terabytes, and then petabytes, and then beyond that, it goes to exabytes, and then zettabytes. So zettabytes is, I think, what is it, like 10 to the 21st power? Are we getting to some crazy number now? But you're future-proof. You're all set for the next few years. So, so that, was, that was basically our vision, right? Our vision is the numbers are just going to keep getting bigger, right? So we've got to think big, and how do we, we said, how do we design for managing data at an incalculable level, and how do we think about it now so we can build the systems that, that way for the future? Yeah, and the funniest thing is that in two years from now, a zettabyte, you're going you're gonna to carry it on your USB. <laughs> or implantable, but God help me. <laughs> That's right. Your Apple iWatch will probably have like exabytes and zettabytes worth of data in it. Exactly. Elliot, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, so I, I kind of go back and, um, and I look at all this data that's, that's basically getting created every day. And I look at it and say, look, there's huge opportunity. A lot of this data is just lying fallow. And I think most CIOs and most chief data officers in, in a lot of banks and probably in other industries know it. I do believe that for a lot of banks, their, their competitive differentiation will come from how useful can they make their data. And so that would be kind of my pitch to them, right, is to say it used to be very expensive and it used to be very troublesome and cumbersome to actually take all this data and try to get some, some insight or some value out of it. But I do think that with some of these new data platforms, like what Microsoft is doing and new software, we're creating new business models for how to fully take advantage of all your data. And I would definitely ask you to just kind of start exploring now. How do you take advantage of this kind of new next generation data architecture that allows you to look at everything where you can do it? 
Elliot, thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Excellent. Thanks so much again, Abraham. Have a great one.